You're listening to the Inner Theory Podcast. Good evening, angels. I have a surprise guest here with me tonight. Hi. <laughs> it's Kay Bay, my little Kelsey star. She's here with us. She came to meet me at work today. And, um, you know, it's Black Friday, so it's a little crazy. We're just now leaving the store at this late hour at 11-something. And, uh, but anyway, um, we were just listening to my favorite new song. <laughs> Body. <laughs> By Megan Stallion. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, Kelsey's been away. You haven't come home, you know, the whole time for three months. And so, um, we missed her. So I just wanted to pull her in. She wasn't even expecting this. She's looking at her phone. We're listening to Body. And then I was like, okay, you're going to be on my podcast with me going home. <laughs> So anyway, so it's Mama Daughter Night. It's Friday. Friday, right? We should be partying, gone somewhere, but we're good. She left her Kai Bay home. And it's COVID. <laughs> so anyway, now listen, when you think of songs like the um, song Body, like let's say I'm posting it, right? And I'm like, oh, I love the song. But our leader, you know, our um, woke leaders like David Johnson Sr. and people like that might be like, why do you like this song? Why would you play this song, et cetera, et cetera? Why do you like the song? I like the song because a lot of people try to, like, snipe women nowadays. Well, not nowadays. They used to do that women are, like, kind of sexy. Right. But, like, that song, like, a lot of men are going to instantly just think, like, <laughs> but, like, for women, it's, like, you know, embrace your sexuality. Because there's a lot of, like, there's still slut-shaming. It's not even the men doing it anymore. It's women doing it to each other. Right. And a song like that kind of, like, shows, like, it's okay to, be, like, like being sexy. Like, it's okay. Because for women, at the end of the day, that is our superpower. Like, you can't even lie. Like, that's why we get our promotions. Like, unfortunately, <laughs> that's what men look for. Mm. And that's why we they tell us, like, oh, you know, dress a certain way and you'll get this type of attention mm. and that's why a lot of people say like oh don't dress too sexy because you'll get the wrong attention right but if you notice like for example you're thinking like oh this song is bad because it's influencing young girls even though you should be listening to it to they be a certain tight way waist. <laughs> right to be a certain way to think so that i need to have my body a certain way right. but at the same time like if you look at megan megan's Stallion's body she doesn't have like watch the video. The video, yeah, the makes the song well, almost. Think, like, it's just a booty, about, booty, booty yeah. song. But the video really is what, because to me, in that outfit that she's wearing, that pretty much shows she's not wearing a waist trainer or any of the things that women use to push things up, you know, or right. push it in. She's not doing that. But most importantly, I think for me, I think it's more of the fact that um, 
when we worry about like, oh, she's too sexual. What are they bringing to this? These, the new girls, like, what are they giving this new generation, etc.? Grace Jones was very sexual. She was like way worse, you know. And that outfit that she had on is something that I'm pretty sure Grace Jones wore something like that. Yeah. And that was like 30 years ago. That's Tina Turner. Tina Turner used to be Turner, very sexual. She's too. very sexual too. So to me, I feel like one of the things that's happening is we have to be careful of the extremely woke because anything extreme is never right. So like we call them extremist, right? So I feel like I don't want to ever we everybody has their place on this planet. And I feel like we have the women who are sexual for that. That's what they do. We have the people who are not. That's what they do. But I don't think that we are people who should be judging what somebody should be doing or should not be doing. If it's not hurting you, that's correct. Right. So for me, I, you know, I'm from the 70s. You know, I was born in 1970. I went through the 70s of Michael Jackson dance and all that. Went into the 80s of the hip hop, you know, um, break dancing. And the 90s, I was there in the middle of hip-hop, hard R&B, awesomeness. And so to me, if I hear songs that have a great beat that want, make me want to dance, I'm going to like that. But then when I listen to some of the ne- lyrics, the the hooks are funny because it's just like, you know, big titty type, whatever. You know what I mean? But that's different. That's not a problem to me. I'm listening to um, other parts of the song that I really like. So, you know, unfortunately in society, if you want to sell, sex sells. But as a woman. So I just don't think that one of the things I also like is in the video, they use really thick women, but they use all types of women. Yeah, they they tiny like little lady. Yeah. yeah. They have pale women, brown women. I love it. I, I feel like that's it. what's important that you yes. understand that you don't have to look so Because I, like right now, I feel like right now she is probably the best rapper out there. Right now, to frankly. Because she isn't trying to convince you that you need an extremely gigantic butt. Like, she basically, she's never saying, like, oh, my booty's bigger and yours isn't. Like, you never hear her say that. Like, how in Nicki Minaj's song, she's like, all the skinny B-I-T-C-H's back right. up, basically. She said it in one of her songs. Like, mm. she makes skinny girls feel like I'm too skinny. And then that's where you get skinny shaming, where everybody's worried about fat shaming, but then you forget that there's girls don't have any fat and are trying to get, like, bigger Right, just bigger boobs, bigger right. And you're making them feel bad by saying, like, oh, Big people are in right now. And it's you like, look terrible. You need to get it up. Get your way down. Right Humans love. Is in yes. Right like, being healthy and accepting yourself is in right now. Not, oh, you need to look this way to be this way. Because right. now we're seeing all these plus size models, and not even plus size, just regular size models, where they just like might have a little bit of fat on their stomach, but they don't care anymore because that's how normal people look. You right. can't expect everyone to have a Barbie waist right. and have Nicki Minaj hips and then have giant. Cardi B boobs, like, no one's gonna look like this, like, not Bitches how the take world. a lifetime to get this hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, so those are some of the things, like, you know, what do you think that women could do to, um, to really make it, just make life easier for them amongst each other? I feel like if we, if, like, women were just more, like, accepting of each other, like, we aren't gonna look like clones, like, we're not gonna look like each other we're not gonna like the same things at the end of the day we're all gonna be different so instead of being like oh you're 
your values or your views on how you should live your life don't match mine, so I'm going to judge you because you're different. Right. Like, I could think the same way about you. Like, for example, like, women saying, like, oh, you've had sex with too many men. You're, you're dirty now. Right. It's like, well, you haven't had sex with enough men, so you're boring. But, you know, you could, that could be switched on the other way, and a lot right. of men think that way. Like, men will be like, oh, you have a lot of bodies. That means she has experience. Or some men will be like, she has too many. Right. I don't like her. Right. But at the end of the day, it, it's up to you. Like, you should, like, women shouldn't think that their opinion should be, like, pushed upon somebody else. Right. If it's not affecting you. Like, if their life isn't spilling over into your life and making, like, maybe the females in your life, like, the young girls become sexual the way you don't want them to. Right. That's it's not your you're not it's not your opinion that matters. Like your opinion doesn't matter. She right. shouldn't be judging another woman on what she wants to do with her body to her body. Right. And as another woman, we should all appreciate that because at the end of the day, what you fight for to change is gonna at some point bounce back on you. Like right. all the women who wanna be pro choice or all the women who wanna be pro life. It's like at the end of the day, that's your body. You can be pro choice with your body, you can be pro life with your body. Like you shouldn't be telling people what they should do with their body. Right. Especially when it comes to their sexuality, because at the end of the day, it's 2020. We have men being whatever they want to be and women being whatever they want to be. <laughs> and we have gender neutrality and everything like that. So it's like you can't expect your views to now be pushed onto someone and mean something. But at this point, for me, going into college and seeing how girls try to make people feel bad for getting more men attention than them and to be worried that they're going to have people that they like pushed away from them because they're going to start grabbing with the girl who was sexier than them and they would then lash out and try and make the girl they thought looked better than them feel bad looking better at this point it's like i don't care what you think and you know what if you're scared you need to look in the mirror and think think about yourself like start rebuilding yourself fixing yourself and seeing what you don't like, it fixes. But so, I remember today when I was talking to you, I think it was this morning, yesterday, last night before I was, before I went to bed, um, I was saying to you that um, people are getting angry at, like, secretly getting mad at me because of my podcast. I'm speaking the truth on certain people and things. And even though I'm not saying names, people who listen, like, I saw a few numbers drop <laughs> in my downloads. Like, and I know that people are feeling some kind of way. But, um, you know, James said to me, um, you think that that might be, you know, that, you know, that might be too much or something, something. And I said, no, the basis of my podcast, like my brand is candor, you know, um, being truthful so that you can grow and learn. But you said, do better. Do better. I'm not going to coddle you. Fix yourself. Nobody has time for your messiness anymore in 2020. Like you could die the next day. From right. COVID, from a heart attack, anything. Like, car crash, you get anything in the car terrible. Crash, and maybe an ambulance carrying somebody who has COVID flying down the highway fast into you. Right. And you know what you did the day before? Judge somebody. Like, oh my yeah. God. Like, who cares at this point? Stop. Live your life and stop thinking about how everybody else is living their life. And right. if you are being talked about in something and they didn't even say your name and you're thinking, oh, that's me. If that, that is you, like that you. you need to fix yourself. Yes. If you think that's a negative thing that they're saying, like, oh, that's bad. I don't like that. And they must be talking about me. That means you know you're messed up. Right. So that means you need to go seek help through the Bible oh. or something. And you should be thanking and, me right, for bringing this to your thinking, attention. You shouldn't be thinking, oh, they're insulting me. You should be like, wow, you know what? I didn't even notice that about myself. And they might not even be talking about me. Right. But I feel like that could be me. So I should probably fix that. Fix that. Not, oh, I'm going to be mad and I'm going to stop listening. 
that means you're being hard-headed. No, it might be worse. It might be, I'm mad. When I see her, I wonder if she could take these hits. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's like, why be physical when you can just look inside yourself and become a better person? Because at the end of the day, even if you don't, if you're like, oh, that's not me, then why did you think? Then why did you think it was you? You thought that that's a quality or a trait that you have. And you, you feel like, oh, that's not me. I, I don't have that. No right. But then the question, here's the thing. Imagine those who would listen. I'm not saying a name. But you would assume that I was talking about you. Like, you know what I was thinking about? When I received that letter in the mail. I received a letter in the mail um, from the, the people who were Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> And I said to myself, what if it was really somebody that we know right. who was reading, I mean, listening to my podcast, and they felt bad. But anyway, so what I wanted to say, though, is that, um, so one of the reasons for anybody who's listening, who wonders, who thinks, wow, you know, she really has a lot of balls to be saying things like that. Well, here's the thing. For me, God said that if you speak the truth, he'll support you. If you speak the truth protection so in the event that i end up in a situation where someone who was listening to my podcast or assumed that i was talking about them and they see me and they wanted to get physical i just want to remind you and warn you who don't know that i am a physical kind of gal (laughs) so you know don't let the smooth taste fool you i wouldn't speak up and speak out the way i do if i wasn't fully able to protect myself. So, you know, that's one of the key things. But the second thing is I really just want people to grow. And that's why I speak up on my on my uh, podcast. But one of the big things is that I feel like it's sad that women, and it seems like more than ever, are raising women who don't like women, who purposely don't want to be around pretty women. They like fat friends, ugly friends, you know, make friends that, that just make them look better. And and the sad thing is, if they see a pretty girl, they immediately want to turn everybody against her and will even lie to try to get people to be on their side. What do you think about people like that? And why do you think these girls are turning out like this? Like, what is going the hell on? Do you like, think it's the mama? I feel like, honestly, it could come from anybody at this point because I've seen people with fathers who teach them like, fathers teach fathers, them to be I'm petted. Watching, and it's crazy because that's why I'm glad I went to college and I got to go off campus and experience things by myself to see things through my own eyes without somebody having to tell me first. Right. Because then I got to see it and go, wow, that's that's crazy. Like that's that's a lot of toxicity for no reason. Why. Right. Just, right. Like for example, there was a dad who came to this event that we had, and it was during when I was a cheerleader. He wanted to come watch his daughter, which is normal. If you live in the state and you want to come watch practice. That, why not? Right. Um, if you want to be active like that, sure. Like, you're in your kid's life. So, it was like, okay, you know, it's nice. He came. But when we were on the sidelines waiting and we were watching one of the other girls do routines, they split us into groups and made us watch people do routines. I happened to be in the girls' group with the dad, and he, we were watching these other girls do it. And they, they were a little inexperienced. Like, they didn't really have good rhythm. But that's okay. We're practicing. That's why right. we're practicing. And the dad goes, mm, see that girl right there? And he just started talking, like, a lot of, like, messiness about her. And she didn't even do anything. And she was acting like the girls. Yes. And he's saying that to his daughter. They're white people? No. These black, black people. people. <laughs> like, black people have to do better. And black people got to do better. Like, <laughs> but how are you going to expect 
other races to respect you if you don't even respect each other. Like, that's the best. Like, and then she went out there with a whole new personality because of him. What? She wasn't even thinking about her until she went out there and was like, you need to dance better. You're going to make us all look bad. And oh, I was no. like, wow. And she left. The and girl that, left. The girl who they said, who she said that to, she left because she felt embarrassed because she pointed her out at everybody. Mm. And that group in general was just the group that was taking the longest to catch on to the dance. So it wasn't just her. She just decided to pick her out because her father said it. Wow. So at the end of the day, it's parents. You can't even say, oh, it's just the mothers. Because it's the fathers. Because you know what? They might feel disgruntled because maybe they've been done dirty by multiple women in their life. So now they have a daughter who they can unleash into the world to do other women dirty with their with their toxic views. So it's like, we can't even just say the women who are mothers are doing it. But it is the mothers, mostly. Mm-hmm. But it is crazy to see that it's also... No, I do mom. believe that. Because remember when Jermaine... Yeah. <laughs> So there was a situation where my daughter was, um, you know, she was about nine years old, right? You're about nine or ten years old. And um, and we were part of a church that we loved, loved the people, you know, but we still love them. But there was a, there was a lot of little weird petty shit things that they did. And they were younger than my husband and I, like a good 10 years for me and 20 years for my husband. So, um, so they just had a lot of growing to do. But nonetheless, um, they had a daughter. You know, that was just a year behind my daughter, and she had a beautiful little voice, but she was super shy. And so my daughter, you know, would sing anytime, anywhere, but their daughter would be, you know, just be nervous about it. And so she'd be very shy. And so they had a Christmas show, and a situation happened where the daughter had, did she have like an asthma attack or something that weekend? So so she couldn't sing. And so... Um, so they, when it was time for Kelsey to come sing, like, I think the daughter did hers, right? Mm-hmm. And then when it was Kelsey's time, they turned off the mic. But Kelsey's used to singing without a mic. So she just bellowed out the song and did it anyway. And they're like, oh, sorry, you had to turn the mic. Remember? Mm-hmm. And so we thought that was the craziest, most petty thing in the world. But that's a dad, a dad doing it, mm-hmm. right? And so... Um, with that said, it's just some of the things we do, you know, sometimes it's because like for me and my husband, we were fully grown when we had our kids. We were, my husband, you know, with our son was 30, you know, 33, you know, I was 24 with my daughter, you know, with our daughter, I was 30 and he was 41. Yeah. So he was grown. We were grown people. So we didn't play little baby games. You know, we just, you know, parented and we parented all children, anybody's children, anybody who came into our lives. So I'm just wanted to say that what everywhere, every time I take a new road, they end up doing the paving the road. Do you notice? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's sick. like I'm blessed. So um, but one of the key things here is that I would just want parents to really pay attention to what you're teaching your kids because it's not fair when they go off into the world and now they have to take on these different personality types in order to just survive in school. Okay. Especially when you send your kids out with that toxic attitude. Yeah, thinking they're the best. The I'm the best. Like me, where then mm-hmm. I'm not taking your crap. I've had enough already and I went through enough to now when I meet you. Then you get your kids' feelings hurt. Right. And then it's like, well, so-and-so's mean to me. It's like, no. And she, it's because she's pretty. And, and, she's then, spoiled. and then it starts the whole stigma of, oh, pretty girls 
have an attitude or pretty girls are mean. And it's not mean. You came with a weird vibe, and I don't feel like dealing with it. My friends know I'm nice. You're not my friend. I don't need to show you that I'm nice. And you that know, is a new attitude, right. too, because and you weren't like that I before. I wasn't like that. I used to mm-hmm. try and give everybody the benefit of the doubt and be nice to everyone. Convince them all you're so nice. Yes, I used to try and win people over. But at this point, I'm too it's, I'm too tired. Of, I'm just tired. Like, I'm Only tired. because people are disappointing. Yeah, then it's not even disappointing. You try to win them over, I and then you do, and then they disappoint you. I go into a mostly Caucasians. And I'm like, dang, you know, I could have gone to to HBCU, but then I saw my brother go to one, and they were weird. They're mm-hmm. weird as hell, and I'm like, what is wrong? Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna risk my education for you, like, right? No, just to be around black people that might not even like me. Right. So I'm gonna go somewhere else. So I go to a Caucasian school, thinking, you know, I'll just find the black people. The black people I find are just as bad, which is horrible. But it's at least you know what I kind of expect because every time I meet African Americans in a mostly white area, they usually turn out to be changed because oh. that's just what they've learned from some of the Caucasian kids who usually end up being very two-faced. Colonized. And, you know, I'd rather have been in an area like that than in all-black school because I would expect it better and then I've been this way. So at right. least I went into an area with more white people than black people because I already expected some shadiness and now I'm not disappointed. Mm. But it's sad that I had to do that in the first place because people just don't want to raise their kids better. And that is the problem. Like, can we just please work on trying to raise our kids better? There's nothing wrong with that. There really isn't. There really isn't. It's, like, take time. it's not the 90s anymore. Stop running for money. Like, stop looking yes. for money. Look, look for your kids. Look okay? at COVID. It slowed you right. down. You can sit down in the house now. now you can actually read to them. Like, spend time with them. Some of y'all ain't even going to work. So you don't have to get up early in the morning or you're working from home. Like Chris Rock said it in the head of state. <laughs> where everybody take care of your own dang kids. Oh, that's where daddy get. That's where daddy got that from. Yes, that's that's where everyone got. That's where he got that from. Everybody on the count of three, take care of your own dang kids. Whose baby is this? <laughs> Whose baby is this? That's that's how I feel. Every time I have to watch people's kids. When I was at my job back in Applebee's, I was watching people's kids because they were running around the restaurant and people were like, "Oh, where's so and so?" Over here, behind the bar. But you know what? Like, the other thing is, the other thing is. I, you're like sick of having to watch. And listen, remember, you're studying, you know, psychology and want to help kids with issues. No, no, I'm not sick of issues. That no, part. that's not I'm what I'm saying. For me, I'm that. sick of people breaking their humans, their kids, and now I have to try to help yeah, heal adults. Right. It's really sick. And that's why I chose the career path I'm on right now, where I want to be, um, where I'm a clinical psychology major, minoring in child behavior, and I have, um, information not information i have a background on aba and the only reason why i even took those classes is because i want to help kids before they get to be broken adults because Please these adults just don't them. want to be fixed they don't like they, they it's think weird. they're okay they mm-hmm. think the behavior they just don't want to admit that, no okay. no okay. they are in denial about the trauma that happened because it was so terrible that they have to be broken from it and they don't want to admit they're broken me i want to admit i'm broken because they there's nothing been. better than healing and watching people who, because you know how hard it is for people who are your family, who grew up in the same broken environment that you did and got broken too, but they're choosing to drink, party, fuck, be weird, whatever, and they just choosing not to be better, where for me, I'm choosing to be better. So if they're watching me grow, they're like, well, kind of confounded, because I just want people to know that you don't have to stay broken. You can renew yourself every day. But the most important thing is if you don't have any other reason to try to heal yourself, look at, if you have children, look at them. And their little faces, they need you, right? Or they're going to grow up to be something that you probably don't want to have if you don't watch them. 
Right. Like, you're going to create toxic humans, and then you're like, why are you acting like or they don't want to deal with them when they're adults no more, right. and now they're out in the you, world you crazy. The house, right, you've been yes. the house, and it's like, oh, I had to kick my son out of the house. You proud of that? You proud of you the broke fact him. that you him up to the yes. point where you had to kick him out your own house? Yes. Like, that, Thank he probably you. felt like he wanted to kick you out the house, too, when you were raising him. Or not <laughs> raising him. the head with a brick. Like, and then it's like, the parents try to blame the kids. You grew them up. Yes. You can't expect a flower to grow without water. Okay, and you can't expect a weed to not turn into a flower to turn into a weed unless you... Right. Like, Gear it. You, you have to expect, nurture it. If you grow up a child, a child is a seed. It depends on what type of flower they're going to grow into the way you raise it. Right. If you raise a child with a horrible environment, you know what it's going to grow into? Nothing. It's going to grow up dead. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be dead and wilted and, and disgusting, and nobody's going to want it in their garden. And that's what you're creating, a flower that nobody wants in their in garden. In their garden. That's the facts. So, anyway, our journey has come to an end. Um, you know, I just wanted to just quickly just touch on some things with my girl. She's not always with me and I really appreciate her company and I love her so much. And so, um, we just want to say, you know, work on yourself, work on your kids. If you don't like the things you're hearing my thing and it reminds you of you, fix it. Peace. Be better.